Okay, folks, let's get this show on the road. Uh, the Fife Property Market Weekly Update. This is from the 4th of June to yesterday, the 10th of June. Uh, good evening to the people on Instagram as well and everywhere on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all other social media channels. Um, so we're live streaming on LinkedIn as well. Uh, okay, so this is all about the weekly property update in terms of the Fife Market. Now, well, you could extrapolate it to a certain degree if you're outside of Fife and you don't really care about what happens in Fife because you're in another region completely different. But it gives us a good indication because Fife represents almost a microcosm of the whole of the UK. We will have St Andrews, which is effectively the London of Fife, or Ely uh, in the East Nuke area. And then we have the other end of the spectrum as well. And in between, Fife represents usually, typically, the top of Fife is more 50% uh, um, rural and the bottom of Fife is about 50% more urban, if that, um, again, if that makes sense. So farming, uh, fishing industry, tourism, and um, industrialised um, tends to be in the areas of Glenrothes, Kirkcaldy, uh, and the Dunfermline area as well. So this is why we talk about this, and you can, as I said, you can extrapolate this out if you want, um, but it's pretty revealing information considering, and it gives a conflicting message in comparison to what the media is actually saying right now. Um, and it's only our own personal experience. It's maybe because we do everything on a digital format and we tend to be pioneers in terms of what we are doing. Um, so maybe we're actually reaching markets potentially and um, which other agents can't reach. Well, I probably know that. Probably is the case. Um, um, and And that's why we see the market in a different way to everyone else it's reporting on the news and the media and even the government, um, which is actually quite surprising, uh, considering out of all the times we've predict predicted the market, we tend to be more or less right, whereas the people that are supposed to be in a job to actually forecast the market on a UK basis uh, tend to be pretty inaccurate, um, which is actually quite surprising. Um, whether that will actually come in line or not is another story. Uh, but that's all for another day. Okay, so let's talk about the five property market and where we are right now. I'm going to share the screen. Now, just actually, when I say this, uh, there's 901 properties on the market right now available in Fife for sale. And that's according to Zoopla. So you can go into Zoopla real time right now, type in Fife, and it'll come up with 901 properties available. Now, what does that tell us? Well, pre-pandemic... Um, there was more than 1,200 properties available throughout Fife. So in a in a nutshell, it kind of tells us there's still a restriction in the supply of the number of properties available for sale in Fife right now, which will tend to make the market uh, be quite stable, if not just a wee bit um, heated, if that makes sense. Um, now, we tend to see that right now in the... I think 300,000 downwards price point, and it's pre predominantly driven by the thought process that base rates are going to continue to go up, and it'll probably go up another quarter point this month and the next month um, to a 5% base rate. And most people, um, in terms of higher lending, then have to rein back their price point on what they expected their budget to be for their next property. And therefore, they're having to come down and what they can afford to actually buy. So properties that are actually at the other end of the spectrum, probably the 400,000, um, 500,000 and upwards, are taking a wee bit longer to get a bit of traction for it. 
Um, and it's because of that price point. Now, what the what we've found is the mortgage lenders are becoming more creative. We've seen this before, but we won't lead to this, and I'll tell you why. We won't lead to a 2008 scenario, and I'll tell you why. They're becoming more creative in how to <clears throat> sell a mortgage product. Uh, and why do I say that? It's because the banks are in the business of selling mortgages and lending money. They're not in the business of giving you money, a return on your savings. Uh, they're in the business of making money and profit, and that means they've got to continue to lend to do that. So they're becoming more creative in how they do it within the legal restrictions, um, what they've got just now, and also uh, social responsibility, clearly, after the 2008 situation. Um, so what are they doing to do that? Well, they're giving examples of, I tell you what, instead of a 25-year mortgage, you can get a 35-year mortgage. That will bring your monthly payments down round about 20% in terms of what you expected to pay. Therefore, it will make it more affordable for you to get a larger, larger mortgage, therefore to afford a bigger house. Um, they don't tell you, though, and they just put it in writing. Um, so it's up to you to read that small print. Is uh, It will cost you a lot more for the mortgage itself over the longer term. Um, but that's a trade-off if you want to do that. So that's why they're becoming that. And that's why I believe mortgages will eventually move to a situation where you'll have lifetime mortgages of 100 years. Um, and it's inevitable to happen. So property prices over the next 15 to 20 years will continue to rise. They'll not be the same and they'll not go down over the next 15 to 20 years. Since I was born in 1966 up to today, property prices have gone up 8,004%. Yes, 8,004%. Inflation's gone up at the same period, 1,333%. Property always outperforms inflation in the long term. So that's to give you an example of where we are now, and I will think that continues to go as we become more creative in, in terms of lending and as incomes move up as well. You know, so if they've become more creative and they're able to make the monthly payment a lot less in terms of the amount of money going out in terms of somebody's salary, but their salaries continue to go up. It means they can afford a higher price point in terms of what they want to purchase. And, and that's where it will probably lead to. Now, that has led to areas um, in the continent as well where they've, all, they've done that already. So this model has been proved. It's just a case of um, the UK market accepting that model to come, which is what's going to happen. Um, now, this is what brings me back to this um, situation where everybody goes, oh, we'll, we'll keep pumping more loans into it, but we'll not get to a 2008 situation. Well, in 2015, 2016, there was a stress testing put in place. Now, everybody lent, at that, lent money at that time was required by law to stress test um, uh, the mortgage holders. Now, the people that took out five-year fixed rate and six-year and 10-year fixed rate mortgages were all stress tested at high levels. Um, now, at that time, where it continued to go on up to about 2020, and before stress testing, I think, was taken away that requirement legally, but the bank still kept it in place. And um, most people were stress tested between um, five and six or five and seven percent. So we're at a situation now where base rates are currently at around four, four point seven five percent. So which means interest rates will be probably around about for lending, they're around about between five and seven percent. So most people coming out of mortgages, which were stress tested that, will be able to afford them. They just have to cut back on the luxuries that they had before in order to be able to afford it. That's one of the things that wasn't done before. Most people are getting mortgages today are now stressed stress tested around about 8 and 11% interest rate. And then they get the lending. So they're stress tested at that level as well. 
again, it's a social responsibility that the banks are doing. I don't think they legally have to do that now because that was taking away that requirement, but they're still doing it to maintain their, their liquidity in case anything happens. They're covered. That's what they need to do. They, want, they don't want to you don't want to have another situation like we had in the 2008 situation. Hence the reason why this is all different to what that was. So this will more than likely never, ever happen because of that. But we have an unusual situation where we are going into, a, uh, well, Europe's gone into a recession. Now, technically, it's two quarters of negative growth. And it's effectively point, negative 0.1% while we, and they're trying to play that up as a, as a recession. It's negative 0.1%. That, as far as I'm concerned, is stable. Um, we are not in that situation. We are still a really good economy at this point in time. However, America has implications that they moved their debt level up to now £25 trillion, which is £33 trillion. Um, so that could have an implication later on in terms of liquidity. If you can't pay back your debt at some point, the piper's going to come calling. Uh, Hopefully that makes sense for everybody about where we are right now. So I still believe that the market will continue to be robust and buoyant, and it's only a matter of time until more creative mortgage products come out where people will be able to afford the higher price points. So for people at a higher price point, it is fundamentally a waiting game. Sometimes you'll get somebody for one-off properties, which are absolutely beautiful and gorgeous. They'll probably jump in straight away and make you an offer you can't refuse. But that'll be a lot less than what it was the year before and the year before that as well, in the, in the boom sort of market. But stable, a stable market is a good market. That's what we want. An equal number of um, transactions, not price, transactions as it was last year, because that keeps the whole economy going. Um, along. Um, okay, so let's talk about the numbers. Let's let me share the screen with you and show you the numbers for this week across the five property market. Okay, so this is from the fourth to the tenth of June. This is last week across the whole of the um, five area, and this is broken down by region and it's taken from right move statistics. So it's every single estate agent that lists on right move. This is in their numbers. This is their numbers as well as ours, all added together. So last week, 105 properties were instructed and came to market on right move by all the estate agents on right move in Fife, which is actually quite a low number for the number of properties that came on, which actually gives me the impression there's a bit of restriction in supply, which can actually overheat a market ever so slightly. But if you break it down in region, Cooper, 15 came on, 13 sold in the same week. So... You know, that's a stable market. East Nook, six versus seven. St Andrews, six versus 11 sold. That's a really good result for St Andrews because St Andrews usually lags behind. So that's good for St Andrews, the KY16 area. Um, Leadmouth, nine versus three. Now, in previous weeks, you could be mistaken here by saying there's nine properties come on in Leadmouth, but there's only three sold. Wow, more supply than demand. Well, the previous weeks have actually demonstrated that the number of properties actually come on and leaving have been a lot less than what's actually been sold. So this is a leveling out. There's a word that's used quite commonly um, right now in the in the, in the political uh, sphere. Um, so it's a leveling out of these numbers because one week doesn't make a trend, but it's interesting to see where everything lies with the full picture overall. Uh, Dunfermline 46 versus 37. Uh, again, there was a wee bit more supply than demand last, uh, there was a bit more 
demand and supply last week. Um, and Glenothis, six versus 11. Again, you could immediately say, wow, there's an overheated market for you straight away in Glenrothes. That's going to be really buoyant. Prices are going to go high. There's going to be big offers. Uh, unfortunately, last week, if you remember, it was more came on than actually sold. So that levels out again. Kirkcaldy, 17 versus 29. Again, the same situation. So this week, when we had 148, I think it was last week, versus 120, it's now turned around to 105 versus 111. So there's more sold than there is actually listed which is good, which actually why that brings it down to 109 properties available throughout five, and it's still a restriction in the supply in comparison to what it was in 2019, which will still ensure that the five property market will remain buoyant as a result. Now, I've got a sneaking suspicion this is going to be the same right across Scotland and right across the UK as well. Um, okay, so let's jump on and talk about uh, numbers in terms of, this is actually quite interesting as well. I show this every single week and I'm showing it a bit more than usual because it's actually quite good to see this. Uh, this is our uh, analytics or statistics according to Google. Google measures this every single time because we've got this on our website. This is from the 1st of January this year versus the 1st of January last year. Now the dotted line there is last year versus this year. And you can see there activity on our website is just slightly 3% less than last year. But look how buoyant it is in terms of the, the thick blue line there as you look through that. The thick blue line suggests there straight away there's more demand. Even when we come to the end there, um, which was the 9th of June, which is where I picked this up from yesterday, uh, you can see there last year it was down at 7,500 a day and we're sitting at around about 9,000 a day in terms of there. So it actually just demonstrates to you straight away we've still got a really good amount of activity on our website. Now, that is our website. I can't talk for anybody else. It'd be interesting to see what, you know, if you've got another estate agent, go and ask them what their analytics is for their website, compare it with ours, and uh, and then you'll know who's getting all the activity and who's driving that. Uh, content creation is what drives everything, like what I'm doing right now. Google loves new content, and especially live broadcasts. So does Facebook, so does any any platform loves new content because it's new and fresh for them to show to users. Hence the reason the index are a lot higher. Hence the reason you get more people attracted to your website as a result of that. Hence, which is why the reason we put out over the channels over 600, yes, 600 pieces of content every single week. 600 every single week. That's almost about 100 pieces of content every single day over our platforms driving traffic direct to our website that's where these numbers are coming from okay so uh, typical as usual let's compare like with like and um, last year this year last year is the um you can see the light blue uh, this year's dark blue there and you can see it's even statements in terms of mobile technology but again you see mobile technology is leading the way desktop like laptops and you know fixed computers are actually dropping the, the what people use because they're more than likely using the, the the mobile phone which is what i've got in my hand um to use to see everything hence mobile and tablets as well as a as a winner so if you combine the mobile with the tablet really your desktops um your desktop uh, uh, um engines are actually or search engines are actually disappearing um in terms of what people are using to to find uh, your website and find your properties or if you've got something listed um, so that's quite interesting as well. Um, and then if you look at uh, where they're all coming from, look at the social media channel. Direct to the website, yeah, that's fine. That's understandable. It will drop because demand has actually dropped from year on year. And so is organic search. So that's fine. It's okay. But look at socials. 
Look at that. It's gone right through the roof, 15% up on last year. Socials is strong. That's Facebook. That's YouTube. That's Instagram. That's TikTok. That's everywhere. Driving traffic to our website from these social media platforms. I'll be honest. This is where everybody is. They're on here. You're probably watching this on here right now. That is the television. Your television in the background is now the radio because I bet you most of you are actually watching the television in the background, but you're actually, your attention's on here right now. And then now and again, you pop your head up and go, what was that on the telly? That's the radio. This is the new television. This is why I go on about all the time. You embrace an estate agent. It embraces the new technology, the digital creation, the digital campaigns, and really good digital strategies because that's what you need to push this. Because as I said there, if you see that right there, socials are blazing the trail. Uh, that is where all the emerging market is. That's where all the all the activity is, 15% up on last year. And um, when you drive it through as well, what does that translate to on um, areas? Okay, um, by country, you could see most people actually in that, and these numbers come from the United Kingdom. But look at the United States in that period, um, just 3,800 United States, Germany's up 3,800, Ireland, uh, 950 in that period. Um, so you can see there's overseas uh, content as well. And that doesn't surprise me because we've sold to people from France and Spain and Germany um, previously because that's where our websites are actually reaching. But this is quite an interesting one next. Look at where people are coming from. Look at London in that period. Now, the not set is overseas. So 44,000. Um, so basically 44,000 there. And, and I'll say not set is overseas. So basically we are driving traffic in that same period and that is from the uh, 1st to the 9th. So just take five months. So literally from overseas, 44,000 divided by five, that means about 8,800 people are coming every single month on our website from overseas. That also means in London, there's eight, over 8,000 people every single month coming onto our website from London. And that means in Edinburgh, there's over 3,000 people in Edinburgh coming onto our website every single month in the Edinburgh area onto our website direct. Kirkcaldy, no surprise there as well. We've got 14,000 divided by the five. That's just under 3,000 every single month come Kirkcaldy, Glenrothes, St. Andrews, Dunfermline, Dundee, Glasgow. We top that up because we're on S1 Homes. So that goes onto the S1 Homes network as well and into the Herald. And so that drives traffic from there as well. But look, the most important thing, there's all the cities. All the cities. And you have a few localities as well. People in the city areas, um, actually, when they see the price points here, it's like, why on earth am I living in the city when I could be living in God's country? <laughs> Which is fine, effectively. I don't care what Yorkshire says. We are God's country. Face facts. Live up to it, Yorkshire. Anyway, apart from that, let's go back to this. So this is where we're driving traffic from, these areas. All the big, all the big hitters, the people have got the money uh, to do this and to relocate if they need to. Because they don't, the, the, you know, we can look, you can work anywhere else. Professionals can work anywhere else in the country they want to. They go into the office every now and again. So why would they not choose to live in the beautiful locations that Fife has got? Um, it's more affordable. It's better quality for their family for bringing up children. Um, it's better quality education as well. You can't, you can't have any doubt about that. We've got one of the number one universities in the UK. We've got some of the top schools as well. Um, with Madras and Bill Baxter. And um, so we've got fantastic schools. Um, and so there's no doubt about it. More and more people are choosing to look at Fife as a viable option. This brings more skill 
This brings more skill, more expertise, more um, more income um, into the Fife area, more investment into the Fife area as well, which, which must be good for everybody else because at the end of the day, it's a rising tide lifts all ships. That's what it comes down to. So that's the numbers for there. Uh, let me briefly talk about uh, some of the shows that we've actually done recently. I'll talk to the, I'll talk about what's coming on, what's getting sold in a minute. Um, uh, for landlords, Richard and I did a few blogs this week for landlords, for investors, um, for people that want to know about tax if you're a landlord as well. The links are on this post. If you click on it, you go to our website, which will actually show you the links. Uh, buy to let tax uh, update was a no-nonsense guide to current uh, rates and allowances. We did that yesterday on our podcast and also on our show and the articles in there as well. You can read it at your own leisure. It takes four minutes. Um, and also, if you're, um, we got a letter from someone saying they were thinking of investing 115000 in the Fife property market um, and what should they do? Um, so we actually did a show about this as well and they were considering uh, um, uh, buying property in, in the Fife area for early retirement. Um, and so we've answered these questions as well and they've actually asked, you know, is it really still worth it? Should I not just put my money in the bank? And uh, and we've given honest answers uh, and honest opinions. So that's a really good show as well and podcast if you want to listen to that. Uh, let's talk about what's coming to market. So hold on tight. Uh, lots of good properties coming out to market um, and I'll cover them right now. Let's talk about what's been sold, uh, first of all, this week. Um, so no surprise, uh, most of you have been hit with this one. Uh, I put this on on a Friday and I sold it on the Tuesday before it even got on a website. Um, sold from the social media channels. It's where it all is. It's social media. It drives everything. Um, long gone are the days. You can just put a property on a website and hope for the best because if you're waiting on it coming on a website, your buyer has already seen it on social media with us. And we've got them more than likely. So if you're using a state agent that's got no social media strategy at all and no real traction or numbers on their social media channels, um, and I mean that really they get pushed out. If you do nothing on social media, um, if your agent is doing nothing on social media, uh, then when they put a property on, guess how many people see it? Zero, unless you share it. That's the only way it gets seen. We put a, so we put a property on or we put anything else on and a huge amount of people see it organically because we're content creators at the same time. Um, and that's what social media loves, the algorithms love that. Um, so hopefully, if you want more information on that, you want to talk about that, please feel free to contact and reach out to me direct and I'll tell you the reason why that happens. What did I do in lockdown? I didn't furlough. I spent the next year and a half studying and almost a master's degree in social media strategy and video technology and how to do everything. That's what I spent my time with. Furlough was not for me. Um, and that's where I put my all my effort. And now loads and loads of our customers that have used us are reaping the benefits of that by getting huge offers way beyond what other agents are actually achieving. And that's allowing them to have better choices when they move on. Okay, so let's jump out to this one. So no surprise, that went actually, put it on the Friday, had somebody jump in straight away, and it was gone by the Tuesday, sold on social medias before it even got to a website. Um, and that was in George Street, Cellar Dyke. So if you've got a property like this, this is on at $325,000 over. Um, uh, and this is the, the, the owners, the people that bought this are actually, it's they've waited two years in rented accommodation to find their perfect property. And this is the one for them. Perfect for them. We're getting somebody to live in them, which is what you want, really. Okay, so this is what they've got. They found a home in their dreams. They bought it, offer they couldn't refuse, in a position to proceed. That's exactly what we want in pre-portal. Job done, over the line. Um, okay, so let's jump on to Lady Bank. And the Lady Bank area, 
sold in one week, Ladybank, and this was in Beach Grove in Ladybank, three bedroom, seven detached house, listed offers of 190,000, and it's gone. One other person missed out on this property. So if you've got a property like this in the Ladybank area, we'd love to hear from you because you could end up getting an offer you can't refuse. Okay, uh, next one at uh, St. Michael's and Church and Cooper, um, sold in 10 days, a two bedroom upper apartment. This is a gorgeous property. Now, when everybody saw when that these first went on, everybody says to us, there's no way you'll ever get these prices for a two bedroom, one bedroom flat in Cooper. It's way beyond what the normality is. And we sold the whole lot of them. So it's come round again, and we put this one on the market list of offers for 150,000 for a two bedroom upper apartment in the Cooper area. And it's sold again within 10 days. So you knew what you knew what you're gonna call, and it's no Ghostbusters, it's five properties. Let's talk about what's coming soon. Coming soon, coming soon. I, I can't talk about the one I just signed up today, but I'll give you a list of what we've done so far. Because uh, the one I've signed up today will probably be no, I'll actually talk about that one. Um, yeah, it was signed up today because we'll be doing it this week. So I'll include it in this list. You've just got breaking news right now. Um, I'll just write it down um, so I remember it. Okay, uh, Grangemere, Woodland and Pittman, two-bedroom lodges coming on. Um, this is a beautiful lodge. If you're looking for a perfect holiday home uh, at the back of Pittman and East Nuke, uh, this could be the one for you. Um, William Street in East Weems, a three-bedroom and terraced house is coming on at George Terrace, St Monans. This is one um, we talked about. There's one at George Terrace now in St Monans. Uh, it's a four-bedroom terraced house. I had a look at it. It's immaculate. Um, uh, Craig Noongrove and Cellar Dyke, four-bedroom detached house. Uh, Brayhead and Cooper, a three-bedroom semi-detached house is coming on. Uh, Bankhead Place and Windigates, a three-bedroom terraced house is coming on. Uh, Dura Den, Pitscotty. If you saw my pre-portal for this one on Friday or Thursday, I think it just passed, the four-bedroom detached villa, which has actually got five reception, and it's a grade C listed period property on 0.8 of an acre. Boy, is this house to die for. I'm no kidding. It is gorgeous. Um, and West Shore and St. Monans as well. This is a beautiful uh, townhouse, um, and it has um, a beautiful outlook. Um, that's all I can say about it just now. It's, everything's getting put together as we speak. I will be doing a pre-portal for it this week as well. So if you're looking for a, a, a townhouse uh, right on the shore on the harbour in St Monans, overlooking the harbour itself, uh, you need to contact us now and get yourself an advance notice when it actually comes to market. Completed and over the line. Let me talk about this. This is handing over the keys. This gives you a good idea in certain areas how much property is actually going for and based on what the home report is versus what we actually got for it. So popular road metal, two bedroom ceramic detached house. It did sell in six weeks and it basically came in at the home report value. Job done. Uh, Dunnicky Road in Kirkcaldy, uh, three bedroom detached bungalow. It sold in nine days and it sold uh, under the home report value. So it just shows you. Um, and even if it sold in nine days, the owner got an exit. Uh, an exit they could not refuse. It was perfect for them. Uh, sometimes the price is not the important point. It possibly could be the circumstances that the sellers are in compared to the buyers. And if these two things match up, there's a win-win situation. And that's what we're there to do. Okay, uh, Monomail Road in Letham, three-bedroom terraced house, sold in 10 days. 
um, from the first bar, and it was sold for 6% over the home report value. That's in the Cooper area, so KY15. Uh, now, that sold for 15000 more at £265,000. Uh, Alexander Street in Kirkcaldy, two-bedroom ground floor apartment, sold in three weeks, and it sold for just over the home report value and represented another £500. £500 better in the seller's pocket than the buyers when you think about it. Uh, Tansy Hall, uh, Tansery Park, Tansy Hall, that's a different place, Tansy Hall, Tansery Park in Glenrothes, three-bedroom and terrace house, it's sold, and it took over the two months, the average, and it sold to equal to the home report value. So it still took a bit longer than usual, but it actually still sold for the home report value. It didn't sell under. So even though it takes a bit longer to sell your house, it doesn't mean to say you're going to get less for it. It's not how long you've been in the market, it's how long the buyer's been in the market. If the buyer's just come into the market that day, they're not really looking to see if your house has been on for so long. If somebody's hanging around and they're waiting and waiting and waiting for it to go down, fair enough. But if there's new people coming in every single day in Fife, which is about 20 people every single day making a decision to buy and sell a house, according to the statistics that you just saw, then every single day that passes, there's a new opportunity for someone else to be introduced to your property, which potentially could pay the price you're looking for or a wee bit more. So there's always that occasion to do it. Just because a property is on the market for a longer period of time, it doesn't mean to say it'll go for less. We've demonstrated that loads and loads of times before, and I've spoken about loads and loads of times. Um, okay. Finally, I'm just going to finish off there. Um, so Wealth Creation Show, Richard and I are going to be talking tomorrow. This is all about uh, tomorrow. It's going to be continuous improvement, which will set you free. Now, the practice of continuous improvement is actually quite a, um, a, a common thing in Japan, for example. It's called Keynesian, which was developed to improve Japanese manufacturing process uh, through lowering costs and improving quality. But the Keynesian process actually um, it translates right over the world, and it's a continuous improvement. Now, we use continuous improvement, for example, when I was in property and wealth creation, um, why I retired at 30-year-old um, in the period of eight years from a standing start, um, was because I used this process to do that. Keynesian was, it, it translates to basically a, a change for the better. It's a simple concept, concept that is used now by uh, loads of people and companies all over the world, um, an individual and a team and an organizational level. So I've followed this Keynesian, uh, Keynesian uh, philosopher for the past 35 years. So it's nothing new to what I do and it's how it set me free. Um, from that process. So tune in tomorrow. Uh, the links are on here. If you click on the link, you'll go to the website and you'll be able to click on the Wealth Creation Show link. You could watch the previous podcasts uh, and the shows that we've done, Richard and I, because we're up to episode 75. We've been doing this for a year and a half, the Wealth Creation Shows, and every single one's different. So you'll get something newer every single, every single show itself. People have gone right to the very beginning and start from the beginning, and it's, and it's literally changed their life in terms of what they would, and the knowledge and expertise that they've gained from it. And uh, and there's no upsell here. This is all free information. I just want to bank a lot of knowledge and download it from what I've experienced uh, before I pop my clogs. Really, that's it. The worst travesty in the world is to go, basically, and leave this earth without passing on any of your knowledge at all and expertise you've built up over all these years. So this is why I'm downloading it into a podcast format for generations of my family and my children, my grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren onwards that can learn from this. Because this is all information I've learned from people that came way before me 
And all I've done is stood on the shoulders of giants and taken advantage of what I've learned from them and learned by their wisdom uh, more than my experience. Experience, learning by experience can be fatal and cost you a lot of money. But learning by wisdom, by somebody else's mistake and saying, oh, I'll not do that, I'll do it this way, can save you an absolute fortune and actually accelerate your performance um, to basically set you free. So if it's retirement you're after, or investment, or just a, a bit better lifestyle that you're looking for, this is probably the show to watch tomorrow. I'll stream it. It's going to be live on our, we'll share it to our office pages. Um, so you will see it on these pages shared to it. Um, but we will be live on my public profile, my personal profile. We'll be live on YouTube as well on our Five Properties TV YouTube channel. Uh, we'll be live on TikTok. We'll also be live on Instagram. We'll also be live on Twitter. Uh, we'll be live on LinkedIn as well at the same time. And we will be streaming this. You'll have your golden opportunity to ask questions as well about what we're talking about and everything we're talking about, all about Kaizen, which is continuous improvement, and it will set you free. Remember, Kaizen, what it means is a change for the better. If you love where you are right now, the show's probably not for you. That's all I can say. Until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV. Bye-bye for now.